How would you like some peanut butter with that jelly sandwich? Mother. Hey, oh, it's the Chris Card Show. Hey, oh. This show is brought to you by. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing? Another episode of the Chris Court Show. And as always, we have Michael Barnish. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. It's good to see all your beautiful faces here again today. Yeah. Um, Matt. Matt uh, is not here tonight joining us. He has vaginal issues. Is that what it was? Vaginal issues again. Yeah. It seems like he always has vaginal issues. Well, it's, you know, if you don't take care of it properly the first time, it it's like any bacteria, it tends to come back a little bit harder. And then, you know, you have to work a little bit harder to, you know, more antibiotics and yeah. more, more of the bath salts. And he probably doesn't douche enough. No, no. I think that's imperative to your, your health, right? Yeah. You got you yeah. to clean it you, out. You got to clean that out. Yeah. So, Matt, if you're listening to this, douche more. Anyway. I, I douche regularly. Do you? Yeah. Well, out, out the front butt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a little lesson for you guys. Um, yeah, we got a we got a fun pack show actually here tonight. We got a lot of news. We got it. We got uh, uh, obviously a band here, a little off the cusp band, and you know a lot of stuff going on tonight. But I do want to uh, remind you. If you want to listen to any episodes, um, uh, you know, if you're all cut up and you want to listen to episodes that you haven't listened to, you could always stream us on any kind of streaming platform. Yes, we are. We are here for your listening pleasure. Yeah. And it's always good to catch up on some of the older episodes. Yeah, to, to know what we're doing. You know, I, hey, you know, Thanksgiving is going to be coming. Oh, yeah. We got to do the cranberry sauce and chicken oh, nuggets. Oh, yeah. Would it, would that that would actually be probably tonight? But no, we could do that next Friday. Next Friday, yeah, next Friday. Um, and what else is there? Uh, yeah, that's that's all. Thanksgiving is coming, and you, you got any uh, plans for Thanksgiving? I have to drive everywhere for Thanksgiving. That seems to be the the case with the, with uh, everyone, you know. Yeah, I I really need to form it. I I yeah, I really need to form it to where it's okay. You know what? We'll, we'll do this family on Thanksgiving and then we're going to do this family on Christmas or something just so everybody's not driving everywhere. I, I think that's going to be the way to go in the future. Have the whole family just come together. Yeah. Cause half the day is just driving. Yeah. That's pretty much what all holidays are. It, it's not a relaxing thing. You're just, you're going here. Okay. Let's pack up. Let's go over here. And then, you know, it's just half your day is gone. Is there ever a time where, where we will just, you know, Enjoy the holidays, like stay home, you know, have some eggnog with some whiskey in it or something and just like, ah, yeah. Well, you know, my, I think my sister's doing it right because she's, she's going to host one of the holidays. Okay. So she doesn't have to go anywhere. All she has to do is cook a little bit. And well, then she's telling everybody, you know what, bring, bring a, bring a dish. Yeah. I'll make this. You bring a dish. You bring a dish. You bring a dish. I still think that's hectic, though. 
having yeah. it at her house. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the most hectic. But, but she doesn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. All she has to do is just put out the food and let the kids run around and talk a little bit. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I had a bigger house, I think I would host. Actually, I thought about doing renting a hall. Yeah. And just having everybody that, come You home. know, that's a that's a good thing. I remember one year I actually went to a uh I went to a restaurant and we did uh Thanksgiving there. That sounds fun. Went to, um, I don't know, a place down there, but uh yeah, I um you know, I got uh uh Michelle's family's coming by uh this week and uh I got to make my cheesecake uh from my grandma's recipe. Uh, cheesecake and uh, I'm gonna be smoking some meat and uh you know that's that's all I'm doing you know I I wish Matt was here actually because I'd ask him about his turkey he's always got delicious recipes yeah he and does. always like fun things that he's doing for holidays are you doing anything different for no I'm not because like not the really. one year you deep fried it oh uh, all for a turkey yeah. no uh we're actually going to my sister-in-law's house okay um I'm not doing anything with the turkey. I actually deep fried one, and then I smoked one one year. Okay. Uh, but nothing. Uh, that's why I'm smoking the meat, because on next Sunday, we're just kind of all getting together again after Thanksgiving, because our family's flying out uh, out from, uh, you know, different states. And uh, I'm going to smoke some, you know, pork shoulder I have in the freezer there. Ooh. And, um, you know, yeah, just, you know, eat some meat and... Uh, drink some whiskey <laughs> that's what i'll be doing at least i don't know yeah well that sounds like I'd, yeah after thanksgiving i'll probably be doing work in my laundry room yeah the holidays depress me why I mean, it's just it's it's just it's a it's a time to be like i don't know it's a time to be relaxed and like oh this is this feels good to just be with family but it's too hectic why uh, it, well, I don't know. Why? Maybe that's the thing. That's what I feel every year. I feel like everyone gets sick every holiday. Why? I uh, I don't know. You sound like my kid. Why? Right. So let's get <laughs> let's get into our band here. This is going to be a little bit different now. I'm going to call this jazz music. There's no vocals. It's a dark jazz. Now picture this. You're in the 1950s. You have top hats. You know, you're walking around the streets and it's nighttime and the the one street lights on and you're you're smoking a cigar and you're just walking the streets. You know, passing that light every now and then and and seeing the ladies of the night and and things like this and uh, uh, that's what this kind of music is. Tell me nice if you disagree. Yeah, tell me if you agree or disagree with this. But uh, you know, I, I I've been listening to this band a lot. I've been no, I've known about them for a while. They're not high up there, but uh, they're from Germany. And um, so they're the band is called Boren Under Club of Gore. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going into the song right no, there. No, no, no. Uh, well, we'll go into the song now. Yeah, well, I, I, we'll talk about it later. But the, the, the song is called Typh Genzungen, which means sunk deep. So listen and enjoy. Put your mind to relax. Just let it flow, baby. 
here on the Chris Court Show.
have a band or just have music you want to send to the Chris Court Show, send us what you got. We will definitely play it and we'll give you good promotion. Just send MP3s and information to chriscourtshow at gmail.com. Boring on the Club of Gore. That was Typhgenzunken. What did you think? You know, when you were, when when it was playing, you were taking a, a couple drinks, and I can hear the, the ice rattling around in the cup. Yeah. And it just added to the atmosphere of the song <laughs> so perfectly. <laughs> that was so cool. The entire time I had my eyes closed, and you can just... It was like it was like watching rainfall. It was so cool because it would be like, wow. Oh. That's what, yeah, yeah. But it was so smooth. It was liquidy. It was very That's, aqueous. See, this is the jazz I fucking love. Like that dark jazz. But doesn't that remind you of like in the 50s, like to walking around and you're just like, hey, sweetie. Oh, yeah. You know. No, it was a complete dark mood. Uh, like I said, I got a lot of like water, rain, like yeah. Uh, it was that was really good. I like that. I yeah. really, really like that. Uh, so the band was founded in 1992, and at, funny enough, um, this is my alarm every morning. Not that song, but this band. Every time I wake up in the morning, this band plays whatever song it may be, but it's you know similar to that. Um, and they're still going. Uh, so they're, they're called, uh, you know, they're described as, um, uh, self-described as unholy ambient mixture of slow jazz ballads, black Sabbath doom and down-tuned autopsy sounds. And, um, you know, again, they're from Germany. Um, they, one of the, my favorite albums by them is called Sunset Mission and I want to get their vinyl. That that album, Sunset Mission, I want to get that vinyl. But they came out, their last album was uh, Patchouli Blue, okay. which came out in 2020. Um, but they're still going, you know, they're still touring. Uh, again, they're in um, Germ- They're from Germany. Um, but you could check their stuff out. They have a Facebook, they have a website. Uh, you could check their stuff out on any, uh, you know, popular streaming Um avenues or well, i think i'm totally YouTube. gonna go fanboy on these guys totally i i um, like how they incorporated the synths too it, it reminded me of like early 70s like hard rock kind of synth in there almost in a way yeah because you get that like luminous like rawr, and that synth hits you hard too and it's it's not just like a uh you know it's like right it encompasses your soul. It just yeah. <laughs> it reaches down in there and grabs you in your cockles. That's right. So if you want to check them out, Borinanda Kabagora, um, Taifkanzunken is that song. You do that quite well. Hey, I'm German. <laughs> um, and Taifkanzunken means sunk deep. Oh. Does it mean that? I don't know. I just Google translated it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know if it means that, but hopefully it does. You know, hey, Gallagher's dead. I know. How disappointing. Yeah, Gallagher's dead. You know, though, I've heard that he's a cock. He was an asshole. Really? Are you sure that wasn't his brother? 
That was the asshole? No, it was him. Him? Okay. Yeah, it was him that was an asshole. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I actually listened to another podcast um, that um, um, they're called uh, TESD. Okay. Tell them Steve, Dave. Yeah. And I, I listen to them a lot. And and uh, Quinn, who is a practical joker, he's on you know on Practical Jokers the the show. Okay. He said that he's actually gone to shows and he's he's met him and he was just a total dick, but he loves him. He was just like he said, you know, that's his persona. Like you know that it was cool. It was like you get hit with a watermelon, and he's like, that was the fucking coolest thing ever because you get in the front plastic part. It's almost like Blue Man Group. Okay. You get in the front part and you get hit by a watermelon by him. Well, I think what was really cool about Gallagher, I mean, that was his his shtick that everybody knows is the watermelon. Yeah. But he he would talk about social issues yeah. in such an interesting way, in such a very palatable way that makes you think. And I think that he does that in a way that Dave Chappelle does now. Yeah. Because he... He would take for these different hard issues. issues. Yeah, yeah, different issues. Yeah, <laughs> totally different issues. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got like forty, fifty years between the guys. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think he takes these hard social issues that he just kind of infuses into his comedy, and still makes it very accessible and very palatable. Um, but you know, potentially polarizing. But at the end, everybody can still kind of get along and have a good laugh. Yeah, he was one of the artists where I thought that's that was really smart. He was one of the first comics that oh, I he was intelligent of. with yeah. that, with that, with that you know his whole comedy routine, whatever he did you know even just smashing multiple things he would just brought bring things out there and just smash them. Yeah, it wasn't just watermelon. Watermelon was his most popular one because that is what exploded the most. But right. he brought a lot of shit out there. You know, he would say like, "Oh, this is my ex." wife's or ex-girlfriend's fucking whatever and just smash and it would hit the whole crowd <laughs> um yeah but uh you know gallagher's gone and you know what can we do well that was my moment of silence for him there we go oh yeah 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 <laughs> um so roger waters came out with a new song well not new song um it's a haunting new version of comfortably numb and if you haven't heard it check it out uh you could check it out on youtube that's where i listened to it and uh, this is what he said during the lockdown i made a demo of a new version of comfortably numb as an opener for a new show this is not a drill that was his uh that was his tour i pitched it in whole step down and a minor to make it darker and arranged it with no solos except over the outro chord uh, sequence where there's a heart-trendingly uh, beautiful female vocal solo from Shanae Johnson, one of their new singers. And uh, I had you listen to this song. Uh, do, uh, what did you think of the new version? Do you prefer the old version or the new version of Comfortably Numb? Well, um, first thing I want to ask you is, um, yeah. are, are you okay? No. And do you have things going on that you want to talk about later after the show? Yes. Because... You're into some dark shit lately. I I know. <laughs> Between this jazz, this comfortably numb, like, when have you not known me to be in dark shit though? This this seems like a whole new realm of dark. This seems like dark. 
That's why you got some demons going on in there. There's always demons. That's what I always wrote about in my songs. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. There's been less of an outlet, so we're gonna. (laughs) This is my outlet. And Paul, if you're listening, uh, uh, call Paul Kajmerik. Yeah, Uh, he wants me to do some songs for Cub Scouts because my son's a Cub Scouts. His son's a Cub Scouts, and he's a den leader. Um, It's gonna be very dark. So I hope you're ready for that. I can't wait Even to see all happy, those kids cry. You you put me in a fucking G A D type thing. I'll I'll turn that shit all to minor. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this this comfortably numb. I I did take a listen to it, and honestly, I thought it was boring. That's that's my initial impression, and yeah. not in the sense of like well, I've heard it before. Because yeah, I I did hear it before, but. Yeah, so I, you like the older version better. I, I I do like the older version better. Yeah, so do I. Uh but I, I think that at, at the end uh that, that female vocal solo she had a fucking raspy voice and it and it felt like she fucking it was good. It was good, it was so good, and it just felt like she had shit going on too. Well, she was the best part about it. Yeah. I think. Roger Waters' voice though. He doesn't have a great voice, obviously. I, I mean, anyone could say that. But hearing his voice is just so fucking cool. His voice is still Roger Waters. You right. know, it hasn't changed. Yeah. And hearing somebody, nobody else can sing comfortably numb like him because he has that little hello. He's yeah. got that little dark. Uh, well, and way you, better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but That's you even how hear I the, look at girls. You uh, even hear the ringtones. Like you, you hear the phone ringing, and he's like, "Hello," mm-hmm. you know, and and he does the whole Pink Floyd uh, type thing. But I, I thought it was really cool. You know, I, you know what, I it, I expected more from him. Yeah, considering well, he's but, an old man now. Yeah, but is he that far out of practice that he can't come up with something a little bit more interesting? Like between the two vocals, I, they felt so so juxtaposed against each other and like there was so much space between the two that they could have been melded together way better than they were and i i i just wish he would have done more with this and you know what the effects that he put on his voice the little he, it reminded me of the rp50 we used on someone to love you remember that <laughs> yes <laughs> little call and response yeah that's exactly what it reminded me of so i was like i you know we could have done this in the garage. Uh-oh. Hey, guys. That's what I get for talking about Roger Waters. new albums are coming out these days? New releases! New releases! New releases November 18th, which is today. Go and pick this shit out. Support your local record stores or, you know, just get on any uh, popular streaming music, uh, you know, streaming sites. Rockhampton, The Family. Caitlin Rose, Kazimi. Honey Dijon, Black Girl Magic. Iso Monstrosity with Iso Monstrosity. Neil Young and Crazy Horse. That's crazy. World Record 
Nickelback. You're rolling. You would do Nickelback. Fuck you. Richard Dawson. The Ruby Cord. Royksop. Profound Mysteries 3. Wise Blood. And in the darkness, Hearts Aglow. So go and check those out. That is November 18th. Remember to check out your local record shops. If you don't have any local record shops, Google that shit. They have a bunch of records, and they do have albums that come out on vinyl, cassette tapes now. So go and support them first before you go into any streaming. This is what we're all about, trying to, you know, help these guys out. Go check out that music. Man, New Young and Crazy Horse, I didn't even know they were coming out with a new album. Neither did I. I he wasn't doing much lately, so I, I, he's I, a bitter old man. All these guys are are turning into bitter old men. He's definitely a bitter old man. He's yeah. he's not the Neil Young we're used to. No, 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 <clears throat> not at all, not at all. But you know what? Um, speaking of that, and I wanted to talk about this last week, but we just didn't have enough time to get to it. Uh, speaking about what isn't what it used to be, I want to talk a little bit about Ozfest twenty two. Oh, you you really wanted. To- I do. I really want to talk about this because you you know what grinds my gears? I, I, I've noticed. So, so Ozfest 22 came and obviously Ozzy's moving back to Europe and he said, that was a stinky one. I'm sorry. Oh, did you uh, shit your pants? I think so. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. So Ozzy's moving back to Europe. He's got some health issues and... You know, with COVID and tickets and I fucking you'd heard about Taylor Swift and the whole Ticketmaster debacle going on right there. Are you going to talk about this? Because I also was going to bring this up. No, no, no. I'm not bringing this up right now. Okay, but yeah, yeah go I, ahead. I was just kind of relating to that. I mean, there's so many issues going on with with live performances still. Uh, so OzFest 22 has decided to go into the metaverse. They're, they weren't doing a real one. They're going to do a digital yeah, one. Yeah, you were talking about this last week. So what does that mean? What do you... What, so are they? Is it going to be like a, a video thing? So yeah, they there's a there's a a site called Decentraland, mm-hmm. and Decentraland runs in the metaverse. And if you're not used to the metaverse, it's a, a alternate reality. It's basically like a video game that is, there's no point to it. You just walk around. It's um, open platform pretty much. You can do whatever. You meet other people, you dress up in different clothes. Can you, have sex? you can I don't know if you can have sex in Decentraland. I'm sure you could in some way or another. I'm I haven't joining. played around I'm in it too much. This. But it's th- there's a lot you can do. So I think this is the first big mainstream metal like festival to do something in like the metaverse. To do something like this. And it 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 just looked horrible. Yeah. It didn't. You know, I w- I was trying to bring it up before it happened, and I wanted to get everybody's reaction to it. But now that time is come and gone. It happened on November tenth. It was the tenth through the thirteenth. Okay. And now that time is come and gone. I I did watch some of it. Oh, so you were a metaverse person? No, no. You could actually go in and well. So can you create your own character? Because I'm kind of confused. What metaverse is? Is it? So so basically, think of it as uh, like. And I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying this, but just to kind of ah, flack, ah, flack. <laughs> to put it on like our sort of level. Imagine, you know, 
being in like Call of Duty, where it, I, there's you have a point, but there's a lot of openness. In Call of Duty, I'm fighting a war for a you're, you're you're fighting a war here. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you get but you get to create your character. You're essentially in a video game. You get to create your character. You could dress them up. You can uh, and and just walk around and meet other people and talk and trade things. And this actually sounds cool. I don't. I, yeah, I I, there's there's about. other platforms that do this. You know, there's so you like Fortnite, see like the which is really possible. So is it like because what I'm picturing is like you go to a concert, right? Right. So everybody, you get to, and then you can see the stage and everything. Yeah, you get to see the stage. You can walk around. You can walk around, and there's there's other people. I didn't want to say physically, but there's other people in there. So you know, just like a real concert, but fake. You you can't go in certain areas because somebody's physically occupying that space. So you have to you know kind of walk around just like in a real concert and find cool. your. It it does sound cool. Now, so you were in the metaverse or no? No, well, I was watching some videos about it because I didn't want to go. Do you have to pay to get into the metaverse? I no, you don't have to pay to be a part of Decentraland. No. You can sign up and join for free. But you have to pay for the tickets to see the bands. Uh, so. They do have certain concerts and events that you do have to pay for. This was free. Okay. So if you were already a part of uh, Decentraland, and if you were already in that system, you can go in there and, and go for free. They had a merch table, so you can buy little merchandise for your really? your characters. They had passes that you can buy to where you can go to special spots. So if you paid extra for a pass, you can go up to the stage and I, I, you have to do like a little jig or something and then you turn into a bat and then you fly to another part of the performance area. Yeah, and then you get to do like a little a meetup with some other people in this other part of the area, which kind of sounds a little bit cool because you know, you're using your imagination. But everything I saw... I, the graphics sucked, first of all. Oh, okay. Like 1990s graphics? Well, according to, according to Metal Sucks. Cause I was Metal also, Sucks! I was reading some articles on this. Um, they liken the visuals to Guitar Hero. So okay. that's the that's, kind of graphics that you were bad. dealing with. So you're dealing with an Ozzy Osbourne. You didn't even get the whole band. They didn't animate the whole band. Just Ozzy, first of all. So it's just Ozzy that's so on stage. So it was like a Guitar Hero version of Ozzy on stage. And the music they used was like, it wasn't, I thought it was going to be live. From what it sounded like, it's like, all oh, right, well, okay. even if I don't get to see these people, at so least I'm going to get live. It sounded fucking pre-recorded. I heard, what, but Patient 9? It, it sounded exactly like the fucking. Oh, so it's actually like the album that's playing. Th- that's what it sounded like to me. Do you now, hear, some like, of the these crowd other bands, and stuff? Uh, no, I think they might have pumped in some crowd noise, you know, just as like a, you know, to make it feel a little bit more realistic. Oh, okay. uh, some of the other bands that were supposed to join were Skid Row, Megadeth, Black Label Society, which all sounds good. Obviously, Ozzy, and then Motorhead. Hmm. Now, Lemmy's been dead for quite some time. Yeah, I was going to say, who? What are they doing with that? <laughs> So once again, that was a pre-recorded. Uh, well, unless it's someone else that's taken over Lemmy's spot. No, it was they. They literally said it was a pre-recorded. Oh, okay. I don't even think it was a live show. It was literally like album recordings that they played, but with but, an animation of Lemmy just gyrating on stage like a fucking gimp. The main thing is, I would like to touch boobs in this. Boobs. 
this looked like the type of boobs like if you were to touch boobs in this it looked like like they would be like pointy like they wouldn't be boobs they would be like triangles okay with like a, just a little pink spot in the front maybe okay yeah okay <laughs> i mean if that's if that works for you i would touch those tits all day but I, I I read a lot of complaints on on some other forums because I didn't personally partake. I just saw a couple videos of it, but I wanted to see what other people thought because obviously I'm not a fanboy of the metaverse. I that's not someplace I want to see a real live concert. I don't want to go see. I don't even like going to a live concert and being way the fuck far back and watching the screen because it's like you know what I might as well watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Why did I pay money for a ticket if I'm just going to watch a screen? So I don't even like that. So I wanted to see what other people thought. And there were a lot of complaints that this was a horrible fucking show. Um, now, one place that it turns out does do a fair job is Fortnite, which is another, which is like a gaming platform. It's like another right. open source game. Um, but they've had live performances by Travis Scott, Ariana Grande, marshmallow and these people actually did perform live which really? is really cool and what some of these artists do is they'll go in the green room and they'll put the dots on no shit yeah now so that's cool they'll do a live performance uh they'll record a live performance and then they will go in and while that live performance is playing they will go ahead and do the animations to that live performance that's cool so even though you're seeing an animation, you're seeing an animation of what they're actually do of what they're actually doing. So yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah. And you do get somewhat of a live performance aspect. So I think, I, I, I think this was just a horrible fucking idea for yeah. fucking Ozfest. I, I really had high hopes for this. So they're not actually doing a live tour besides that, right? No, I, I checked out the Ozfest website. They don't have any tour dates listed so far. They don't have anything coming up in the news. I didn't see anything as far as Ozfest coming up. Oh my god! So it's a shame. Well, I mean, I I like the idea if it's if it's going to go the Fortnite way, but you know, I think there is potential. I I don't think it's something I'm ever going to fully it's brand enjoy. New, though. It's brand new. I'm scared of new things. I still have my CDs in the passenger seat. Of I my would car. still like to see it live. And you know what we're gonna say when we get older? When we, we back in my it. day, back in my day, we used to actually have to drive, <laughs> stand in line for beer, pay twenty dollars for a beer, pay twenty dollars for a beer, be in the back, get hit, hit by some asshole, and you, and that's what we're gonna say. Yeah. Back and all in these my day, tickets were five dollars, yeah. and you got to see a live band. B I D. Back in my B I M D. Bimd. Bimd. That's what we're gonna call this. Bimd. Back in my day. Yeah. Uh, so t- talking about uh, ticket prices and such like this, and and you know yep. maybe this kind of goes along with it because Bruce Bruce Springsteen opens up about uh, Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing. And he says that ticket buying has gotten very confusing because he's actually, and if you look at this dude, he looks like he's about to die or something. Something's going on with him. But he's still got that good stance to him. You got a good stance, yeah. And you know what? Even when he sings now, he's still got that vein that sticks out in his neck. I he love does, that. Yeah. I love yeah. that vein. You, you're, yeah, turned on about that. Yeah. Um, but Bruce Springsteen is charging a shit ton for his show. And, um, 
Um, you know, he, he, the, well, this is what he goes on to say. What I do is a very simple thing. I tell my guys, go out and see what everyone else does doing. Let's charge a little less. No, that's generally, generally the directions. They go out and set it up for the past 49 years or however long we've been playing. We've been pretty much out there under market value. I've enjoyed that. It's been great for the fans. You know what? I don't think that's a fair statement to say, though, because while the initial sale, I think he's a little blind to the fact that while the initial sale might be a little under general market value, most of the people are getting their tickets through a second party or a third party. Right. And you're talking about, uh, I think, actually, it was Bruce Springsteen. I think it was his ticket. One of his tickets went for like $90,000. Correct. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. I'm about to talk about that. But I mean, that was more than what I originally paid for my house. And just to (laughs) see this, this, especially Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Spit it out, Junior. Bruce Springsteen. You son of a bitch. Boring music, man. Fucking, I mean, there there's a couple of good songs that he has, but it's 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 boring music. Well, yeah, I give the guy credit. It's not my thing. Yeah, I he, I, I give him credit. He does. He goes out there and he gives a hundred percent every time. Does he? I will say that. But he I've, also says, I've seen every show he's done. This time I told him, hey, we're seventy three years old. The guys are there. I want to do what everybody else is doing. My peers. So that's what happened. So the boss followed up by nothing uh, uh, no, nothing that ticket buying has gotten very confusing. Not just for the fans, but the artists also. Most of our tickets are totally affordable. He then concluded by noting, we have those tickets that are going to go uh, for that higher price somewhere anyway. A ticket broker or someone is going to be taking the money. I'm going, hey. Why shouldn't that money go to the guys that are going to be up there sweating three hours a night for it? It created an opportunity for that to occur. And so at that point, we went for it. I know it was unpopular with some fans, but if there's any complaints on the way out, hey, you can have your money back. Okay, good for him. And then we can stop going to your show. So what I did, right, I went to Ticketmaster and and... I I went to his his actual website to buy Ticketmaster prices, right? So here we go. Let's go into his Ticketmaster. You are having a hard time today. It's all that whiskey, man. <laughs> I can't. So I, I actually got Angel's Envy, which cost me $60, okay, to drink all this. And this is just drinking. I'm not taking shots. I'm actually drinking a fucking cup here of, Sorry. of ice. Yeah, you're sipping. I'm sipping this Angel's Envy because it was a, it was expensive. I'm not just taking shots of Jim Beam here. So this is what I'm doing. So anyway, so I have the whole stage here. And this is for, I just picked any, uh, uh, so Tampa, Florida. So if we go into section 308, 500, oh, that seems nice. $500. Fuck. <laughs> you're all the way at the end. Now let's go into general admission right by the stage. 2500 That's that's standard ticket prices. That's not third That's party. That's insane. That is insane. Yes. 
That's standard ticket price. This is straight through Ticketmaster, and that's what I wanted to do is go straight through Ticketmaster to to see what he's actually charging. $2,500, and that's general admission. That's right by the stage, whatever. But when I, I seen Paul McCartney, granted this was 10 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, 250 to see Paul McCartney, one of the fucking Beatles, and I don't, you know, so if you go a little far back uh, from general admission, eight seventy five, nine hundred dollars, you're going into the, the 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 seats that are like section one ten one oh four. You're at seven hundred dollars. Um, you know you're up at a thousand. It's 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 insane the way tickets are going now, and even and even uh, Taylor Swift. I don't know if you heard about the whole Taylor Swift debacle. Yeah. But she broke fucking Ticketmaster. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Um, so, yeah, the uh, general ticket sale for the tour was canceled by the ticketing site due to extraordinary high demand and insuff- insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand. And this is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is probably one of the hottest fucking musicians out there she's the beatles of today right she is fucking god's gift uh to music right now and by the way she's been looking a lot better she's fucking looking good these days you could i'm gonna zoom in on her tits because that's what i like (laughs) (laughs) and you know she used to be all into country music and and now she's kind of doing her pop thing and she's trying to have this whole her own persona and uh yeah, it's crazy, and she goes to say it really pisses me off that fans went through several bear attacks on Ticketmaster. So what I'm getting to is what can we do? Is there another avenue that you can think of that that can be bearing to going on Ticketmaster? Uh, you know, the bands that we see, we don't have to worry about that shit because it's... They're not Taylor Swift. They're, they're not Taylor Swift. They're not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, you you were going to see other bands that you know we could just fucking buy the tickets. But you you will run into this if you go and see these popular bands. Do you think there is any kind of other avenue besides the metaverse and besides the you know stuff like that? Do you think there's any other? Do you think they'll come out with any other thing? Well, I think first of all. From my understanding, Ticketmaster broke on the pre-sale. This wasn't even general admission. It was sale. a pre-sale, yeah. This was just pre-sale. Yeah. So they they had set aside 1.2 million tickets or something like that for pre-sale. Yeah. And according to the Ticketmaster people, they had 14.5 million people try to access and get tickets at that time. Which Two was point f- Two point four million tickets. Yeah, people got tickets. So yeah, yeah. and yeah, two point four million people actually did get tickets. It sucked, correct? But they did wind up get. That's a shitload of tickets. Yeah, that is a shitload of tickets to get rid of. So how do you, how do you actually sell that many tickets? But I guess to your point, how do you do that effectively? And this is their job. This is what they're paid to do. This your is, whole this life is, is selling their tickets. Exact fucking thing that you have they have one to job do. Is right. to sell a ticket. That's what it comes down to. You have one job, 
And you know what? I mean, how many people use uh, public transit every day? How many people are hitting that app and getting a train ticket or checking times? Or, you know, I wonder why Ticketmaster couldn't handle this because, you know, it's not just Taylor Swift hitting. There's, There's how many other bands are booking shows that day? Yeah. that they have to siphon tickets for. So it is weird that they couldn't do this. Now, and to your point, the bands we see, they don't necessarily have this issue because they're not Taylor Swift. But you didn't hear about this shit before dynamic pricing. And you didn't hear about $2,500 ticket prices yeah. before dynamic pricing. And how long is it going to be before the bands that we see are, are doing be, the same are shit. Doing the same thing, yeah. Now, I think we should have listened to Pearl Jam fucking... <laughs> we should have listened to Pearl Jam fucking almost 30 years ago when Ticketmaster was like, you know what, we're going to charge like, I think it was like 15 bucks for a show. Yeah. And they fucking lost their shit. They're like, that's way too much money to charge for a show. Couldn't... And they boycotted. They boycotted Ticketmaster and... They were blacklisted from playing venues for years. Yeah. Because they didn't want their fans to pay $12 for a ticket. And it almost caused them to break up. Wow. So, and they're still feeling that. They're still feeling the effects from that. Couldn't you do it the old school way? Like, you know, just like you go see a local band. You know, one of his fucking, you know, goombies are out there just fucking collecting money. Saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take this. But I guess you got to pay for the venue and stuff because that's going to go straight towards the band. I'm almost kind of willing to do. Well, I'm an analog kind of guy, so I'm I'm willing to be like, okay, tickets are on sale this day. I will go. I'll stand in line, wait for my tickets, get rejected. <laughs> right, pop up shows. Yeah, pop up shows. You know what Garth Brooks does, which mm. is kind of smart. He has one price. Garth Brooks and I think Kid Rock is starting to do yeah, this too. Yeah, Kid Rock did the same. It's like yeah. ninety five bucks, no matter where you sit. I thought it was fifteen dollars. Well, that was a special. Okay, um, but in for Garth Brooks in general, it's ninety five dollars for a ticket, and it's first come first serve on where you get seated. Hmm. So everybody's paying the same price. They should just do what Arizona Ice T does. Not 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 Arizona iced tea. You just charge a dollar no matter what year it is. Isn't is it Arizona iced? No, the the fucking that shit's been a dollar since nineteen ninety four. Half. Uh, what's that fucking called? What am I thinking of? The iced tea and lemonade and Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, he only charges a dollar. What, what are you talking about? Is it him? I don't know what. But you're he only charges. About. Someone charges a fucking dollar for what? For their goddamn drink. That's air. Yeah, Arizona iced tea. Okay. Makes an Arnold Palmer drink. Okay. All Arizona iced tea. Now it's a dollar like fifteen. No, it's but no, it's, they can't do that. It's they can't been do a that. dollar like forever. Yeah, because it he was, said it that he wants on, like, he will never fucking do it. And that's why he printed it on the can. So what is he doing with the fifteen cents? Did they print it on the can? Inflation, bro. I mean aluminum goes up. No. It happens. No, that's not true. No, I, I fail to believe that. No, no, I seriously, it's gone up. Um, but, I mean, while we're talking about... <laughs> we were trying to be smooth. I, this, this was going to be a smooth segue. 
and then Chris hit a speed I bump. I don't think you could ever say what we're talking about and then have a, a space there. That's what it was. Did I hit the speed bump, though? I, well, I, I don't know what else that sound could be. Yeah. So, while we're talking about old oh, people. Oh, shit. I got to pee. All right. Go talk to these no, people. You, I got to go pee. You go pee. Here we are in NPR. Welcome. And this is Mike for your listening hour here on the Chris Court Show. Have you ever thought to yourself on a spring day, you're sitting in your car, maybe you got your latte from Starbucks, a little extra cream this time because you want it to feel special. The cold is air and crisp. The air is cold and crisp. You turn your heat on. And you take out one of your favorite albums. And then you realize, I've been listening to this since my teenage years. Yes. I'm talking about Mudbane. You hear about, you, you know, <laughs> do you ever hear any podcast that the person leaves to go pee? Uh, Only here on the Chris Court Show. You know what? They did that on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yeah, but we're not going there. But it was the it was the guest. Yeah, they did it on purpose. He got up. He's like, "Do you, do you mind if I go?" No, pee? that Conan's was like seriously. We're in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, it was he's staged. Like, this wasn't staged. I really had a pee. I pissed. Go I, look at I it. I could see it coming through the garage door. <laughs> yeah, I pissed. Uh, so so what 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 I was talking about was uh, just old bands. And when is it time to call it quits? Um. And what I was thinking of was... I am I have a very strong uh, opinion on this. So that's cool that you're bringing it up, but I have a very strong opinion. On well, this. I want to hear your opinions. Because, okay. Yeah, I mean, you have you have Ozzy, who's dying. Yeah. You have Bruce Springsteen, who's dying. You Is have, he dying? He's not dying. He's dying. That's why he... Just because he's old doesn't mean he's dying. When, when a dog goes to die, it will find a comfortable, quiet place that it can go where nobody will touch him. And then he can be away from his family and just die in peace. He's playing to- tours. Why? How do you say that he's going? He's not playing tours. He's he is. Going... He's charging fucking twenty five hundred dollars a ticket. Oh, I was talking about Ozzy. I'm sorry. Oh, Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy. He's dying. doing metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> but you you have these artists that have been around forever, and yeah. some of them are singing very strenuous stuff. You know, you have like Mudvayne. For instance, uh, when we saw them, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he, he can't sing like that anymore. He can't sing yeah, like he used well, to. Well, of course not. He can't. But when when is it time to call it quits? Never. It's never time. Okay. Do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Oh, well, I think you I'm have trying to, to see. I think you have to change something then. What? Oh, of course. Because you can't put on a bad show. No. No, but I I don't agree. I don't agree with it. If you're getting older, you don't need to call it quits. If this is what you want to do for the rest of your life, then do it. But what if you're not doing it well? Who cares? You just do it. There's always going to be people out there that are going to be the naysayers, but there's always people that are going to love your shit. Even if you think, even if the naysayers, I mean, how many times have you seen or have you heard an album that's people like, ah, this is shit. This is, this is garbage. But then you're like, I fucking love that album. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And there's always going to be that. So why, who the fuck are you trying to please? At the end of, 
you know, when you're getting into that age of Bruce Springsteen, Ozzy, just because we're talking about it, they're they're writing music for themselves at this point. They're just they just want to get it the fuck out there. Like who who is anyone else to say that they can't write any music or perform or if you don't want it or if you don't want to listen to it, don't buy it. Well, here here's one of my well, I have two examples. So Buddy Guy is calling it quits. Oh, I didn't know that. He's finally calling it quits. He's doing he's doing like a a retirement tour. He's playing around and it's basically just saying, we Yeah, I'm winding down. We gotta see that before it goes. Yeah. He's he's really good. He's I really appreciate Buddy Guy. And he's one of those people I always thought he would play until he would die on stage. I always thought Buddy Guy would die on stage. Um but his shows remind me of like when I saw BB King and the last couple of shows I saw from BB King, it was like, yeah. BB, maybe you should put that guitar down No, because it just doesn't sound good anymore. No, I don't think so. It, and not even to the fact that it didn't sound like him, but it just seemed like he was a shell of himself on stage. Probably. But did it make him happy? I don't know. I'm sure it did. That's what he wanted to do. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it. They make so much money. You know, they make so much money. I, I think at the end of the day, it's just, I want to fucking play. But what about what about respect for your legacy? Fuck that. You, you don't, you're not worried about legacy? I'm not, no. I, I mean, me personally, <clears throat> if I were to, you know, come out with all this fucking popular music and no i wouldn't care at the end of the day okay so if you're okay mudvayne is is something that we've both seen recently yeah and to me he he wasn't hitting those notes he wasn't i agree and he he just wasn't making it so in that regard you can go ahead and play music yeah and do the music that you want but out of respect for your legacy should you maybe stop singing those songs that you can't sing anymore? Absolutely not. No. No. You just go ahead and sing your ass off off key yeah, yeah. and uh, hey, shake your booty. Hey, did we have a good time? I I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't be having a good time if I knew I wasn't performing. Um, Yeah. If I wasn't hitting the I, notes I, I and I wasn't being that. respectful to the music, I would agree with that. But I, I don't feel like I would be doing a good job. You could always uh, drop a key or something and try to, you know, tame it to your the, voice. This wasn't just dropping a key. This was the whole I show know. where it was like, oh boy. But maybe they don't. Th- maybe they don't think they don't think that. And maybe they think they're actually doing a, a good job. And like, hey, you know, I fucked up a note and I fucked up. That's. Fucking rock music, first off. Well, yeah, but that was the same thing with BB King. He would, he he would play like one note instead of being a solo. It would just be like, bing, and then he would look around confused, and then he would finally like turn to the other guitar player and be like, "All right, dude, fill in." <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, no. And it was just, it was no, just sad still, to see. You I, can't be respectful. You know, you can't even play what you want to play. Yeah, but. So, do you think of BB King as a different musician now? Now that you've seen him live and you you've seen him, bing, do you totally disregard what he has done? 
I don't disregard what he has done. I I respect his legacy. I I appreciate what he's done in the past, and I appreciate that's all that matters. I appreciate when he went out there and did what he did. Mm. Um, but I don't. I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate the last show yeah. I saw because it just it seemed like it. It did more. It was more of a negative than anything. It left me more with a negative connotation on him because it was you cannot play. Yeah. Well, you guess what? You shouldn't be playing. I mean, he still had his pipes. Well, guess what? He don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, he if- might have had a good time though. You never know. Like, he might have had a good time. He wrote. You know what? It, it, and it, and it's just it's not even a musician, it, you know. At the end of the day, you work your fucking balls off right. to do something, and and you and to love to do what you're doing for all this time, and you want to go and do it again. You probably can't do it as good as you used to do it, but you fucking love that adrenaline, and you loved what you did. Right, just fucking do it. You know, you're doing it for yourself. Who the fuck cares? This the, people are seeing this legend. Finally, they could see this legend. You know, and you know, especially you. We couldn't see him when he was in his prime. Yeah, and that was that sucks. But we would have never seen BB King. You could never say that you seen BB King, even if he sucked or if he played one note. But you still get to say that you seen BB King, and he was probably having the time as a time of his life. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing this shit. What what reason would he have? Yeah, I, 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 you know what? I I think maybe just do smaller shows. You know, don't don't sit here yeah, and do arenas. Maybe, you maybe. know, don't 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 sell out. You know, two thousand. Maybe, 4, but who are you to tell him what he should do? I am nobody. Exactly. You know, and I I do I do firmly believe I I agree with you on that point. You know, you're your own person. It's your own life, and do what the fuck makes you happy. Yeah, I completely I, agree with that. But as a from a musical standpoint. Uh, and from you know, uh, you know, as somebody who tries if, to be a musician from time to if time, if you're getting nerdy about it, getting nerdy about yeah. it, it's like, yeah, yeah, I could see where you're going with that. But on the others, I, that's why I said in the beginning of this conversation, I have a very strong uh, opinion on this because I just think that, and again, it's. It's not only musicians. If someone loves to do what they want to do and they want to continue to do it, just fucking do it. Who the fuck cares what other... Everyone has an opinion on what you're going to do. No matter what. Even if you're doing doing good or you're doing bad, everyone's going to have an opinion. So just fucking do it. Because you're not going to... There's not going to be a a time where everyone says, yep, he did good. (laughs) Where everyone agrees. Or, yep. Nope, he sucked. Where everyone disagrees, yeah, so just fucking do it. Yeah, you're you're in your last moments of your life. Who the fuck cares what Mike Barnage thinks? <laughs> you know what? They better care. <laughs> I'm very important. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's that's how how I always kind of felt about it. No, I appreciate that. That's a really good way of thinking about it. Yeah. Are you sad now? No, I I think we should hug. Should we hug it out? We get a hug. Yeah. All right, here we go. Don't worry about Bibi King, okay? He's going to be here forever. I hope so. All right. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, oh, well, it looks like that is all the time today <laughs> because we are fucking done with this shit. Um, I had more news, but we'll save it for next oh, next sorry. week. No, no, I, I like this conversation. Keep it going. Oh, boy. Motherfucker. Check us out on all streaming platforms. I'm a little drunk right now. I swear, I thought you were going to say I'm a little teapot. I'm a little teapot, (laughs) short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my... (laughs) When you tip me over, I will shout. Oh, no, no. When you... When you something... When you... This is way Take more me fun. over and spit me out. Once again, thank you for listening to the Chris Court Show. Remember, if you have a band or business, or know someone that has a band or business, send all the info and MP3s to chriscourtshow at gmail.com. Chicken nuggets and cranberry sauce. The Chris Court Show.